The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Yes, I'm ready. Oh yeah. Heck yes, I'll do some great radio. Doing some amazing radio right now. Here we are. Oh yeah. Welcome to the five count. Wow. Yeah, you know, it's uh another week, another Saturday, Ton. Yes. And another chance for you to shine. It really is. It really is. Because Ton is public radio for life. I really am. I really am. Despite whatever Floyd Shouts thinks, I am public radio for life. A little Floyd Shouts told me it was the 25th anniversary of the New World Order. Wow. That's what he told me. Yeah, but he doesn't like that sort of thing. He doesn't like Hogan. He doesn't like me or my face. That's true. Right? I didn't mention this, but right after he told me about the NWO, he said a whole slew of unfavorable things about your face. I bet he did, dude. But I left that out. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh But then I, I referenced it, so now it's out there. It's out there. It's fine. I kind of expect it now. Kind of expect it. Well, Tom, you know what else people come to expect from this fine program? What's that? Uh well, uh you for one thing. God, if we didn't have you, I don't know where we'd be. <laughs> You'd be sitting here with Floyd shouts probably. Our cum rating would be in the toilet. He's been waiting for that for years. <clears throat> I think as soon as he started listening to the show, Floyd Shouts has been waiting for me to to jump ship so he could get right on here. That happened to you on uh, your previous program, The Mothership Connection. It really did. Look where, where it went now. Some other guy, remember? He was like waiting in the wings. Yeah. And then you got fired for playing Frisbee in the hallway when you were supposed to be doing the show. Yes. So then some other guy, Derek, Kevin Derek... Kevin Derrick jumped in thinking he was going to be the next hot thing. That show tanked immediately. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't soon. I don't know. I'm guessing less than a month and you were asked to come back. Yeah, I think so. You never came crawling back. You proudly walked. Oh, yeah. Strutted back into the studio <laughs> and said, move over, Kevin Derrick. Kevin Derrick. <laughs> Kevin Derrick. That was a weird thing where that guy was super serious about that. He wanted his name to be something on air. What was it? Was his real name Kevin? I thought he wanted to be Kevin on air, but his name was Derek. Was it the other way around? 
His name was Mud once my best friend Ton came back to town. I just kept thinking, dude, if you're going to choose a different name, like choose something cool. What What do you mean, Kevin? Yeah, what is the... Like Ton. What the heck? Or Gully. Something like that. Something, I don't know. It was It was odd. It was fine, though. I mean, it's fine to each their own. It's fine. That guy's dead now, and Ton's still standing. (laughs) Is he dead, really? Well, he's dead to me. I mean, I feel bad if he's dead. His show is dead. Okay. Well, the show definitely is dead. Anyway, here we are. This is the five count. We're definitely not dead. Hey, uh, something that people come to expect. I was going to say something, but then we went into the weeds. We've got an exclusive interview tonight. Really? Uh, It's with... Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, member of Roxy Music, Phil Manzanera. Whoa, dude. Lead guitarist. Yeah, man. You know Roxy Music? Yes, dude. You see all those uh, 13-year-old girls wearing the t-shirts at the mall? That have no idea. Too much eye makeup? Yeah. You know the ones. I do. And they've never listened to it in their life. It's probably your daughter if you're out there listening. That's your daughter roaming around the River Hills Mall with a Roxy Music t-shirt on and too much makeup. Could be. Could be. But anyway, Phil Manzanera's on the program tonight. Awesome. He's got a new EP with his friend Tim Finn. It's called Caught by the Heart. Oh, wow. It's available now. I'd like to get caught by the heart. Well, one time I uh, caught a fishing hook in the eye, but that was... Not something I want to write an EP about. Yeah, you probably don't want to relive that. But I heard we got a voicemail later on. Maybe that'll do it for me. Hey, we've got a five-count hotline. People can call it and they can say, Hey, how you doing? Tons answering machine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can. You can do that. It's uh, 507-519-2030. I put out a little uh, notice on the uh, social media sites. Uh-huh. So people will know that you're here right now, ready to accept their calls live. Awesome. So far, no takers, because people are very nervous. They're real nervous. Even after all these years. Yeah. Just relax. I mean, I'm nice to people. Tons like the cheerleader who doesn't get a date to the dance, because everyone was uh, too nervous and just assumed that somebody else had already asked. So he's sitting here with no date, no phone calls. Serious bummer. Everyone wants to call him, but nobody will. What do you do with that? That's I'm, quite the contundrum. It is a contundrum. <laughs> it's my whole life. I hope Nikki Strudelmeyer calls us up. Listen, I'm sorry for what I said about your husband that one week. I saw some pictures of him, and he looks like an awesome dude. You never said that on the air. You just said that to me. No, I said something on the air. Didn't I call him like a wuss to her when she called up? I was like, tell him he's a wuss. Oh, yeah. Talk to us. Well. I didn't say anything unfavorable off air. Ton, tons him like he tons him. It's good stuff. Just call us up. Guess what else? Ton bought a six-pound bag of Tootsie Rolls. Dude. So Used to be a six-pound bag. Now it's a three-pound bag. One and a half pounds. Um, he's really going to town. <laughs> Dude, I remember having Tootsie Rolls. Well, I didn't really remember having Tootsie you Rolls. Remember I wanted... I just had a craving for a Tootsie Roll. And I was like, dude, I can have Tootsie Rolls. So, me and Tom, <laughs> Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> what about us, Ro? So, um. Sorry. I Continue had one. Story. 
I just had one now tonight, and one bag, dude. It was like not as good as I thought it was going going to be. You know what I'm saying? And so then I ate like five more, thinking maybe they get better. You know, if you just maybe if you cram your whole mouth full of them. I don't know if you remember this, but as a kid, for me, it was like I try to convince people of that all the time. Yeah, if something if you just cram your whole mouth full of it, yeah. It, it'll, it'll, usually didn't work yeah like really saturate your senses with it whatever you're trying to experience and then um it didn't quite work but then it started to work which is weird dusty went upstairs and i just kept eating tootsie rolls and then now i feel like i don't want to stop eating them but there's no way that i can fit six pounds of tootsie rolls in my gut can you imagine I'm sure that doesn't really digest real quickly. I mean, it's not like it's breaking down very quickly in my mouth. It would just be a silent, solid block of Tootsie Roll in your gut. You know what we should do? Like we used to do back in the old days on the curfew where we played Guess What I'm Chewing. Wow. So you could just keep eating the bag of the now mystery product. Guess what I'm chewing now. People could call in and try to guess what you're chewing. But every time it would still be a Tootsie Roll? But you don't tell people it's a Tootsie Roll. Oh. They have to guess. Don't you remember playing that on the curfew? I don't. <laughs> hey, speaking of the curfew, yeah, dude. it's an old program that used to be on KMSU way back in the day. It's also dead, like a lot of shows, that have fallen by the wayside, but not the mighty five count. We're still here wasting your Saturdays. Nice. But I have stumbled upon some old, old, old episodes, like almost 20 years old. Of the curfew? Of the curfew. Wow. And I will be uh, sprinkling them out onto our Patreon page over the next however long. That's awesome. But one dropped yesterday, Friday, on Patreon. I mean, that has to be good. It's interesting. To my recollection, that stuff was really something i don't know how to say it it's like dude it was just good it was just very random and interesting it was avant-garde radio perhaps you could say you could say it it's good but that's available on patreon ton we got some music here roxy music in fact because phil manzanera is on the program tonight that sounds great then we can Come back and talk about some other things if you want. I love this. I'll give you an opportunity to finish off that bag of a mystery product. Yes.
sheer, you're so chic. Do you ever love me? Me too, got to search for something new.
I'm Susie Quattro, and you are listening to Five Count.
Hi, this is Bill Duke, and you're listening to The Five Count. And never count The Five Count out, because it's that great.
And we're back. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to The Five Count. It's a real good program. That was a set of Roxy music featuring lead guitarist Phil Manzanera, who is on the program tonight. Awesome. So stay tuned for that. It is also the 25th anniversary of the New World Order, which is a wrestling thing from back when Tun was in high school. Were you into it when it happened? I was. Like, uh, I even had a poster, had the shirt, had the little Kyle Petty. Or was it? No, it was Kyle Petty. New World Order NASCAR. Really? Remember that? I didn't. I don't remember that. Still got it. Wow. Wow. So you were all about it. Uh, now, okay, break it down for me. Okay? Okay. <clears throat> we're like, talking wrestling here. If you're just joining us, we never do this, but tonight we're making an exception. Yeah. We better, you better let Floyd Shouts know, hey, we're talking wrestling right now. He's busy watching <laughs> wrestling. He doesn't want to talk to you about it. Let's just, let, uh, let me send him a message quick. But listen, I was at uh, the live, I think it was here in Mankato. There was a WCW Monday Night Nitro. When the NWO was in the crowd, if you go back and watch it on the network or whatever, you could see me in the crowd. Really? Talking to uh, Fake Sting. Had a conversation. I had a woo-off with Fake Sting. You did not. I did. A woo-off? I got pictures, even. I remember the story of you talking to Fake Sting, but I don't remember there being a woo-off. Oh, I wooed, and then he wooed, and then I wooed. Wow. I was wooed. Wow, but it's fake sting. It was fake sting, yeah. This was the first night that the real sting, not the guy from the police, but the professional wrestler, came out dressed up like the crow. Oh, yeah. And he's like, one thing about sting is that nothing's for sure. Yuck, yuck. Then he laughed, and then he didn't talk again for two years. That happened in Mankato, I believe. That's crazy. No way. It's a thing, Ton. I have it on tape. No way. What do you mean? Like, you got it on VHS someplace? Yeah, it was on TV. Wow. What's going on here? You told people to call into the program? Yes. All right. You don't got to get hot about it. Speaking of hot, hello, caller one. Hello. Floyd shouts, you actually called us. <laughs> I could sense you guys were talking about wrestling, so I had to interrupt my uh, AEW Dynamite viewing to call in. Oh, yes, dude. Thank you so much. First question, how do you feel about Tootsie Rolls? <laughs> um, nah, not my favorite. All right. I'll take it. Tootsie Pops, however, are pretty dope. Tootsie Pop, dude. Tootsie Pop. Yeah. I'll have to get some of those next. All right. So here's the deal. Um, I don't know if you can hear the the bad music going on right now. Dusty is is uh, got some NWO action happening to, to pay tribute. So my question is here for both of you guys. Talk to me about the state of things. Like, were you WWE fans, and then did you like the NWO thing happened, and you? Like, were you? Were, do you remember witnessing it and then, like, immediately jumping ship from WWE, or did you keep watching? Or talk to me about that whole situation. 
Well, um, actually, I had taken about a four-year hiatus from wrestling at the time. Uh, about 92, I stopped watching. I hit junior high. Nirvana was big. And I just didn't give a flip for that four years. And then Hulk Hogan turned heel, and I'm hooked. So I bought back into it, and for, like, the next three, four years, I was full-on wrestling nerd. It was my second wave, so to speak. I think you meant 30, 40 years. Yeah, aren't you still on that wave? No, because when I got to college, it kind of died off. And then around 2006, I just happened to be home on a Monday night, and there's Edge in the ring about to boink some chick after just winning the championship. And I'm like, hot damn, wrestling. And that was the third wave, and I haven't gotten off that one yet, <laughs> to my detriment. Wow. Well, that's uh, pretty good. I mean, I guess I have a similar... I think I'm taking a break from it right now, though, to be honest with you. Oh, you're missing some quality stuff. There's, we got live crowds back now. They're already on, this, on tonight's episode of Fat Hillbilly trying to jump the rail and attack Chris Jericho. Live wrestling is back, boys. Well, I'm not sure that you and I enjoy the same things about wrestling, maybe. <laughs> we probably don't. I'm more of a business nerd about it, and you just like to see good matches. I don't know what I like, but I do know that the floor routines that we see now are dudes standing around waiting to catch other dudes. Not really my thing. No, it's it's gotten bad. And um, like I, I mentioned to you on Twitter a couple weeks ago, I started deep diving into late 70s, early 80s British world of sport wrestling, which is that floor technique, but done in such a way that you believe it. It doesn't look like it's Corey. It doesn't look like they're working hand in hand with each other. It's more fluid. I guess it's, it's the best way to explain it. The guys nowadays wish they could, their stuff could look as believable and non-rehearsed as the guys back in the 70s and 80s. Sounds like us, Ton. Wow. Ton's eating a bag of Tootsie Rolls, so if you're wondering why the long pauses, he's got a mouthful. Dust, you screwed it up. (laughs) I was waiting to do the guess what I'm chewing. Guess what he's chewing. Um, A Tootsie Roll. Ah, man. You're, you're good. I thought good. that bit was going to uh, carry us through the rest of the show. <laughs> Sorry, I ruined it for you guys. If you so, heard that, don't tell anybody. I no, remember, I'll, I'll keep it to myself. I'll keep it. I remember the whole thing. I remember NWO happening. I remember kind of getting on board. I think I did a similar thing to you, Floyd Childs, except... How do I say this? I didn't go full on into Nirvana. I remember Nirvana happening. And I remember sort of being... I felt like an outsider looking in. And that's not to say that I didn't like Nirvana. I liked Nirvana. And I was actually in garage bands at the time. And we played Nirvana covers and stuff. But I wasn't like full into it. 
so there's a part of me that was still kind of like, why, why does, why is everyone suddenly getting depressed and 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 loving this stuff and wearing flannel or whatever? It was it was it was an interesting time, but all that to say, I was definitely focused on something else other than wrestling at that time. And then NWO sort of happened, and uh, I was at a way different time in my life then. I. Uh, just acquired some new friends, um, and they had very rich parents, and um, I happened to be the one of the local dealers, and so I was asked to come over and and uh, provide some uh, help of entertainment. And I went into like this giant mansion, and I went and I was immediately like, "Oh yeah, just come right on down in the basement." My parents are over there, and who cares? And nobody cares, and. Let's go down to the basement. This got, is my house, by the way. We got a giant, huge screen TV. I've never even, you know, I hadn't even seen a TV that big at this time. And uh, and they had satellite television, and they every pay-per-view, they got it, everything. And so then it was just like, boom. They were watching uh, WCW, and, you know, I came over, and we started all to indulge and started watching. And then it was just like, okay, well, I guess I'm coming over here definitely every Monday and every pay-per-view and then it just off to the races. And, uh, I kind of had like a dual thing because when stolen cold started happening, I definitely was switching back for that. I was going back and forth kind of thing. I don't okay, know. well, not to cut you. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but I'm having an NWO moment right here. They're interviewing Art Anderson in the ring. <laughs> lights go out. Lights come back on. Alistair Black, or whatever he's called now, super kicks Art Anderson, lays him out. Cody Gums to the rescue, super kicks him, lays him out. Alistair Black is AEW. You heard it first, except it happened three days ago. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We'll still be talking about it three days, three months, three years from now. Huge deal. On the 25th anniversary of Hogan turning heel, Aleister Black debuts in AEW. Wrestling is back, boys. There you go, Tom. And we retroactively broke the news. Well, (laughs) thanks. I got to get back to business. All right. We understand your priorities. Thank you so much, Floyd Schultz. You betcha. Have a great show, boys. See you. Bye-bye. That was Billy Floyd Schultz, who's got other stuff to do. Like watch wrestling. Well, you know, that's uh, kind of the dilemma that we've faced over the years, Ton, whether it's people not listening to your program because they have to watch Saturday Night Live, or now that we've moved to Wednesdays to record, now people are like, well, I got to watch wrestling and I got to watch Brian Reby drives electrics web chat. I can't be yeah. bothered with you guys. It's I like gotta, you can't win. Yeah, you really can't anymore. Cause on top of all that stuff, people also just say, I got to watch TikTok for the next five hours for some weird reason. That's me, by the way. And they do that every single day, TikTok. every day, all day. TikTok, you don't stop. It's very odd. Ooh. I don't even have a TikTok account. I don't even know how it works, but Neither do I. I do know we have an exclusive interview with Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Phil Manzanera from Roxy Music. I love this idea. Well, you should uh, love it right now because we're going to hear it. We are joined on the phone today by Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Phil Manzanera. 
He's the longtime guitarist for the band Roxy Music. Right now, he's got a new EP out with his friend Tim Finn. It's called Caught by the Heart. Hey, Phil, how you doing today? Hey, yeah, very well, thank you. I'm here in the south of England, one and a half hours from London. It's pretty warm here, <laughs> and um, yeah, very, very happy to be like reaching out to you guys, you know, because it's been quite an insular year. Yeah, most definitely. It's uh, it's an honor to be speaking with you, Phil. Thank you so much for joining me. Pleasure, pleasure. Well, I know you've got the new EP out, Caught by the Heart. Can you tell the listeners a bit about the new one? Well, this is a new collaboration between Tim Finn uh, and myself. And Tim Finn was in a band called Split Ends and then briefly in Crowded House with his brother Neil Finn, who have an excellent new album out. <clears throat> and funny enough, I, I listened to the new Crowded House album and there's a track co-written with Tim on it, which sounds great. But, so I've known these guys since I produced their first album in 1975, which is an incredible long time yeah. ago. <laughs> we've stayed in touch and we've bumped into each other all over the place at different times. And, um, you know, I was sitting here in my little one room in the south in, in my garden um, with my computer, my one microphone, my one uh, guitar, one amp, and... Uh, I'm looking at my computer screen, and it's a screensaver of an island in the Pacific, and up pops an email from a person on an island in the Pacific. It's Tim Finn in Auckland, in New Zealand. And he says, uh, do you have, he's feeling very nostalgic about a trip he went to, to Cuba in 1988. And I was brought up in Cuba during the revolution and, and after for a bit. And um, he said, do you have any slow Latin grooves I can write some music to and put some words to? And by complete happenstance, I did. I had, I've been preparing some Latin grooves for a, a sort of latin type album. <clears throat> and so I sent them to him. He came back immediately the next day with singing and words. And I thought, wow, this is... This is like voodoo. What's going on here? <laughs> it was like such a great match. So gradually, we exhausted all those. Oh, incidentally, those four tracks you can hear on all digital platforms when the EP comes out. But that led to me sending him all sorts of different kind of genres of music to see if it would suit. And he would come back. He, he rose to the challenge, let's face it. The guy's a, a genius. You know, he rose to the challenge. On every kind of style that I sent him, he came back with something really good. And so we gradually ended up over a period of 18 months with 24 tracks. And I mean, the first 10 will be up on the 27th of August. And uh, we're going to produce a, a few little CDs. It's all hecho en casa, as they say, made at home. So we just do it ourselves and no big label involved. It's coming out digitally. In effect, people can listen to it for free. But um, that's another story for musicians. <clears throat> but you can hear it if you want to. You can try it out. And we have uh, done a, a little video for it, which is, again, done on iPhones. And then I sent this amazing guy, friend, who lives in the mountains south of Naples. And he turned it into the incredible work of art video. So, you know, it's brought together people, this whole project, you know, it started as a journey 
really, with no particular destination and no idea to do an album or anything. Just fancy working on these tracks. But COVID, you know, it, it's forced us to live in the present, not think about destinations, about travel. It's forced everyone to go a bit slower. And, you know, I think everybody to listen to more music. And it's been, I've listened to certainly so much more music in this last year. It, it, it's absolutely fantastic. I've discovered so much stuff. And it's helped incredibly. And I've realized how important music is to people's well-being, you know, the therapy for themselves sure. and lifts them up, chills them out when things are really difficult. You put on some music and you're transported. And so it's lovely to be able to, to make music and know that it definitely will have that effect on people, you know? Yeah, and it's uh, it's interesting, as you mentioned. I know you've got a lot of albums under your belt over the years, but now you're able to record an album you know, with people in different countries, and then you can release it without a label, and then you can put it out there, and people can be listening to it You know, maybe the same day you finish the songs. Yes. No, it's extraordinary. You know, everything's changing, and you just have to go with the changes and, and, and you know, take advantage of the technology. You know, it's been very democratizing for, for musicians and people to be able to do stuff and record stuff and not have to go and ask permission from a, a label or something like that who then want to get involved because they give new money. And we understand the business uh, aspect of it. But <clears throat> at this stage in my life, I just want to do good work. And, you know, if, if, I'm, if we're happy with it, which we are, and we've done a good job, that's, that's what we do. And that's all we can do, you know. And we hope it has some resonance. And I think people will like it. I, I really am hopeful. Definitely. Again, uh, Caught by the Heart is out. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, you got a couple more uh, EPs coming out of the uh, session you did with Tim Finn. And you talked uh, a bit, Phil, about, you know, putting on some music, kind of getting into a better mood. I wanted to talk to you a bit about uh, Roxy music. It seems like a lot of younger people are now discovering your music. I, I mean, I see kids who are probably still in high school with, uh, you know, Roxy music shirts and stuff on. That's got to be pretty cool for you to see wow. that influence, uh, you know, still going on. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, it's like, it's a sort of school. It's like watching, seeing your grandchildren wearing your stuff. I mean, who, you know, <laughs> it, it's um, the power of, of pop and rock music, you know, especially stuff that when we think back, the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. I mean, if you think back when we started, if we'd been listening to music, you know, if we started in the 60s and we'd been listening to music from like 1915, People would think we're mad, you know. But but on the other hand, good good music's good music, you know, and it transcends the period. And there's so many great songs that that um, still resonate everywhere. And I mean, Roxy will be fifty next year, so yeah. you know, um, we're all you know, we are still. There's four of us of the original members still here, and all doing music. The whole time, you know, we've dedicated our lives to it, and we're trying to do a good work and a good track. You know, I this year, apart from working with Tim Brian Ferry, lives near here. I've done some work on his new stuff. It's sounding really good, and just happy to be able to play still. You know, and be healthy. Quite frankly, definitely. Well, Phil, I wish we had more time. Uh, the new the new EP sounds great. I'm looking forward to, to hearing what else you guys have done. And, and again, it's been an honor speaking with you. Thank you so much. Great. 
Thank you very much, Dustin. Take care, man. And again, that was Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Phil Manzanera, and his new EP with Tim Finn is out now. It's called Caught by the Heart. If you're down with Tito Puente, salsa if you're down with Celia Cruz, music from Cuba, still a life force, pumping down the avenue. Mambo, salsa, mambo, salsa. To people listen to Ima Sumak live in Moscow, Bridget Bardo, Sofia Loren had fun with the Mambo Italiano, Rombe in the streets of Old Havana, sitting there, Romeo, Los Flamba, feel the congas and timbales reminding us we're only human. Mambo if you're down with Tito Puente, Salsa if you're down with Celia Cruz. From Cuba, still a life force. Spread the message, spread the news. Mambo, salsa, mambo, salsa. Miguelito Puni sings the ad libs. Juan Pablo sings of Puerto Padre. Play it, Ruby. Play it, Jesus. Sweet Arturo. That's it. Hey. Go to Cayo Huesa, Pueblo Nueva, San Leopoldo. Hear the trace with strings of gold. There's no cure for the great Guaguanco.
This is Dave Mason, and you are listening to The Five Count.
tables Cracking his place on Mabel Rhododendron is 
Hi, this is Cindy Wilson from the B-52s, and you listen to Five Count. Woo-woo, baby. <laughs>
Welcome back to The Five Count. This is a great time. That was Phil Manzanera, exclusive interview. That's good stuff. He's from Roxy Music, but uh, now he's got a new EP with his friend Tim Finn. It's called Caught by the Heart. Somebody named Tim Finn has got to be a nice guy, right? It's true. We've got like uh, half of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in our alumni section not a bad thing to have well you know we just uh we try to do our best and we succeed and our best happens to be better than most people's bests speaking of getting caught by the heart did you, did you say you had a voicemail the player uh, i've got a message from twitter Lori from Lori dawn ceramics oh boy that's gonna catch me right in the heart she left us a message on the five count hotline you could do the same 507-519-2030 i post about it like ad nauseum on the social media, Twitter and Facebook and what have you. Nobody cares. Just call it up. Twitter Lori cares. She's somebody. Let's hear what she has to say. Hello, it's Twitter Lori. I'm just calling to say hi. And I know it's been a while since I've caught up with you guys. I've been really busy doing lots of, you know, just doing lots of busy stuff. Um you know, getting my shanty ready for the summer and all that stuff. And um, but I miss you guys. This is this is like so awful that I'm just talking to a machine. Ugh. Anyway, um, I can't really think of anything dirty to say. So I'm sorry. You're just gonna have to like post this on the air and just have it be all boring and everything. But um, I'm still catching up with you guys on rerun and recordings and stuff and i'm looking forward to being live again and i hope that happens soon okay so that's about it hope you're well bye oh 
There's nothing boring about you, Twitter, Lori. That was a great, that was a great voicemail. It definitely caught me in the little hard strings there. How far do you think she's behind? In episodes? Yeah. I don't know. Don't care. A couple of years. I wouldn't hold it against her at all. She it's is not what doing, I heard, son. She's doing a lot of stuff. Every time I ask you if you'd hold anything against her, you're always naming off weird stuff. Well, that's a different thing. Yeah, that's entirely, but... Listen, I've got terrible news if you're Twitter Lori or people in the, of the same ilk. Uh, us going back to being live on Saturdays, I don't know if that's happening anytime soon. Yeah. I mean, ever. But Lori, if you keep an eye on Twitter, um, we post about it. I mean, I think you, do you post on Twitter or do you post just on Facebook? Every place. Yeah. And you'll post on there when we're recording the show live, which is typically Wednesdays around 7 p.m. And you're welcome to call us up then, 507-509-2030. We will answer the call, and you can be on the program live with us, just not exactly on Saturday. Sorry about that. It's not Tun's fault he was kicked off a campus. You know, typically you expect that sort of thing to happen because Tun's the bad boy. But this time it wasn't his bad boyness that got him kicked out. No. It was like germs and stuff. It was germs. Got kicked right out. Germs. And now the germs seem like they're kind of starting to uh, go away a little bit. Yeah. But still, the uh, people in charge are like, no dice. Yeah, no dice. Serious bummer. It's fine, though, because we've got this beautiful mobile five-count studios. Yeah, we do. The Lori Dawn Studios. We should just... Go out to Lori Dawn's place and do a show from her shanty. You could go and order some stuff from her shanty on her website, LoriDawnCeramics.com. Yes, do that right now. You could get the five-count medallion. It's pretty awesome. I got like four of them. Do you really? Nikki uh, Strassenmeyer has one, and she posted some sparklers next to it. It was very patriotic. That's awesome. Posted that online, too. I'm always posting stuff. Are you? I need a lot of attention. I'm really not, and sometimes I feel bad about it, and you then should. the you rest should. of the time, I just feel like I can't be bothered. That's why I have to post twice as much. Well, good Half for you. my life is spent online. Half of picking it? Picking up tons slack. Half of it? Yes, ton. That's a lot. And by half, I mean like 80%. 80% of your life is posting crap online? For this program. Wow. I apologize. Hey, we've got some five-count mailbag questions. Do we really? Here's one from John in New Ulm. First of all, he's upset that you didn't play that John Wayne song last week. Sorry about that. Yeah, well, did see F9 movie was fun. Think you would like it? Question mark. Was 112 one day by sis in Washington state. Love John from New Ulm. Is F9 the Fast and the Furious 9? Is that what that is? I I think so. Are there nine of those movies? Yeah. Why? Yes. I haven't seen a single one. Am I missing out? I'm going to double check. I'm going to double check. F. He thinks you would like it. What is it? Maybe you should go see it right now. Yeah, totally Fast and Furious 9. F9. F that is what I say. That's too much of an investment. Nine movies I got to watch? Yeah, I honestly had no idea that there was nine of them. I had no clue, actually. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know if I would like it. I don't. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. Because um, your real life mirrors it so much that I really feel there should be lawsuits in the works. The last one. <laughs> no one will. No one will be on board with me here. The last one that I watched and liked and and, and apparently at the time liked enough to purchase was Tokyo Drift. Which I don't know if that's number two or number three, but that's like a long time ago. You're asking the wrong guy. Long time ago. I so, saw Days of Thunder in the theater. Dude, that's a... The Lasseur Theater. Oh, man. Yeah. I think I saw it in the theater, too. What a time, dude. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Yes, Dust. Yes, I was alive too then. Ah, oh, sometimes I just think about that Nicole Kidman hair and Days of Thunder and just really just, oh, I can't even go into details. So Fast and Furious, I have no idea. I've not seen, I guess, like 80% of them. I have not seen 100% of them. Zero? You've seen zero of them? Afraid so. But I did own Need for Speed for PlayStation. So I feel like that's at least a good start. It is. Good for you. Thank you. Hey, I've got a comment here from the uh, previous caller one, Billy Floyd Shouts. Oh, man. Guess we could have asked him about this when he was on, but he hung up on you because he was busy watching professional wrestling. Yeah, what the heck. He wants to share with the program... That since the last time he was in the studio, he has shed 77 pounds. No way. He finally weighs less than his driver's license says. For the first time ever, it feels pretty darn nice. That's awesome, dude. Still plenty of work to do, but I am getting there. So feel free to rain down praise on me. I deserve it. Yes, dude. Floyd Shouts. Good job, Floyd Shouts. That's amazing. Can I just say, not only is that a ton of weight, but it's also like almost as much as ton weighs. Oh, come on. Now. It's almost a ton. No, like, it's not. Because ton's anorexic now. No, Can't even I eat am cookies. What? I couldn't eat your cookies because there's wheat in them, and I have issues there. Oh, I've been these eating, cookies. Well, didn't you? <laughs> Dude, I got to get the recipe from Shloyd. Yeah. <laughs> so... I, for, I just really do want to say, great job, Floyd Shouts. Um, that's awesome. Keep it up. Seriously, keep it up. Good for you, dude. I'm here for you. Let me know if you want to talk about it. Hit me up on the Facebook Messenger. We'll talk about it. Don't talk to him about it on Wednesday nights, though. He's busy. He's busy. Dude, I've been eating six pounds of Tootsie Rolls all night. Come on. Yeah, so why does he want to talk to you? I actually he doesn't feel need like, your advice. I actually feel like I've been gaining weight, and it's rough, dude. It's rough on me. I only lost 60 pounds, but for for my figure, that's like a lot. For my physique, that's quite a bit. But uh, Now I he might, looks like Rick Rude. I might be gaining it back now. It's no good. I got to get a handle on it. Anyways. A love handle? Yes. Got one <laughs> of those. Got one of those. What were we just talking about? I was going to expand on something. Expand? I thought you were trying to not expand, Don. I am trying to not expand. I just had to give Floyd Shouts props before I expanded on the thing that I was going to talk about, but I can't remember even what it was now. I know what you were going to talk about. What? You were going to talk about like stuff that you were probably up to 10 years ago. Yes. 
10 years ago. Because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. I know, right? I love it. July 9th, 2011. Ton, you weren't here for this episode, so you won't remember any of this. I was here with the Dirty Birds. And we chatted with some nude billiard players. Wait, they're nude? Apparently. How did you know? I guess you could hear their billiard bits. Wow. Not sure. I don't remember. It's on the fivecount.com if you want to delve into it. Don't delve too much, though. Yuck. Says here, I tried to charm my way into the hearts of the Dirty Bird's mother. Probably just has one heart, but either way, moms love me. And we spoke with a man about his quest to track down Bigfoot at the IHOP. Not sure how that ended. Crazy. That was 10 years ago in five count history. You are a hit with the mothers. That's a real thing. We played uh, the theme to Black Belt Jones. And we played White Zombie. And Exotic Adrian Street. That sounds like an awesome show. You know what? It probably was, safe to say. Most of them were. A lot of times, people, and you you know this ton, we've heard many comments over the years that there are some people who love the show from start to finish. Others really enjoy Tun's witty banter and skip the musical portions just to get closer to him, what he has to say. I got to hear it. I can't <laughs> sit through this music. Wow. Other people say F those guys and they just listen to the music and skip us talking. Yeah. But whatever way you enjoy the show, as long as you're enjoying it, you should tell us because we don't know that anyone's enjoying it sometimes. <laughs> just let us know, would you? It would mean a lot. July 9th, 2011. Little did I know, four years later, I would have a child for some reason. Didn't see that coming, did you? That's crazy. I didn't see that coming. I remember that. Ton was like, whoa. And I said, don't worry, Ton. I'm not like growing a ton replacement. There's still room for you at the head of the table. Yeah. And then I remember your woman asked me to basically be the kid's dad and teach him woodworking. Which you did not do. <laughs> There's still time. You haven't even taught me anything oh, about man. woodworking. Well, not in the sense that... I digress. (laughs) Oh, man. That was 10 years ago in five-count history. That's crazy. Well, Ton, it's fine. You know why? Because we're back. Like, to the present, I mean. Yeah, we are. Still here, but... Remember when Mankato was supposed to have an IHOP, and then it didn't have an IHOP, and everyone was, like, bent out of shape? I don't remember that at all. Everyone was like, hey, I heard we're getting an IHOP. I don't remember that. When was that? I heard we're getting a Popeye's chicken. Oh, man, man, Kato's going to be awesome. And then you know what else happened? None of those things came here, and instead they closed down the lobby for Hunan Garden. Yeah. So in your face, I guess. Terrible. I don't even understand. Just let me back in. Is Popeye's chicken any good? No. I ate at one for the first time two weeks ago when I was in Tucson or wherever the hell I went. And it sucked. It sucked. I was like, uh, 
the chicken at the Cub Foods Deli is better than this. Wow. This is really? Louisiana hootie doo doo. Like, this is awful. It's not good. Wow. So I was like, I'm glad you didn't come to Mankato, Popeye's chicken. And then IHOP was supposed to come here? That's what I heard. How long ago? Like, sometime in the last 10 years. That's weird. I don't recall that at all. Well, let me make some phone calls and find out what happened. I'll call city manager Pat Henches or somebody. Yeah. Well, I can't eat at an IHOP anymore anyway, so I don't care. Yeah, but you can polish off an entire six-pound bag of Tootsie Rolls. I can do that, yeah. And did do that. You know what? It's, it's like, pretty awesome because I'm pretty sure, like, Mike Tyson could punch me in the gut and it would hurt his hand more than it would hurt me at this point because it's solid. It's <laughs> solid now. It'd be like punching a big, giant bag of tiny, rolled-up nickels. Yeah. Similar. Actually, now that it's in my gut, it probably would resemble more like punching a giant ball of silly putty. So maybe his fist would get stuck in my gut somehow. He didn't even chew half of them up. (sighs) So now they're sticking out of his stomach. Yeah, I just swallowed them. His belly looks like Bart Simpson's head. Kind of. Wow. It's unsettling. It's fine. It's good. It's fine still. I'd probably do it again. Depends on how I feel tomorrow. Ton, how do you feel right now? Are you still, like, excited about music and songs and things? Oh, yeah. We had Phil Manzanera on the program from Roxy Music. Now we have time for just some regular-type songs, if that's a thing that you enjoy. Yeah, I do enjoy that. I don't know what kind of music you're into these days, because we don't actually hang out and listen to the music anymore. It's all done in post. Yeah. I mean, I'm into all kinds of stuff. Just today, I was listening to Shaka Khan, Sly and the Family Stone, Motley Crue. It's all over the place. When my daughter gets in the car, it's like I have to play ACDC or Motley Crue all the time. Have to. I don't understand. She's four years old, and she demands the rock and roll music. But the rock and roll music, she says it's rock and roll, but it's like it's Motley Crue, honey. This is This is way... This is like a step beyond rock and roll. Wow. Ton, it's it's kind of strange because when you and I used to live together, you listened to nothing but Molly Hatchet. Something like that. And now look at you. So eclectic. It's crazy. What happened? And I'm trying to like play a bunch of different stuff for my daughter, get her into it, and she's just like, no, put on the rock and roll music, Dad. Put on the hatchet. Yeah, and then so we're shouting at the devil and we're too young to fall in love, and then it's like I try to just talk to her. Hey, what do you think of this song? I don't want to talk about it. Turn up the rock and roll music. Wow. That's it. And then she says, bop, 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 yeah. Yeah, dude, I just, I don't even know. I don't even know. I think if I played Molly Hatched for her, she'd scoff at me. She'd be like, what is this garbage? Sounds like your wife. Give me some more crew or GNR. You hang out with too many people who don't appreciate Molly Hatchet. Well, I mean, I think she'll appreciate it at some point. She's just going through that phase. You know what I mean? She's got to. We all been there. We've all been through that crew phase where you got to get it out of your system. Not you. You went into it and stayed in it. I mean, that's true, but. You even sailed through the John Karabi seas. I really did. 
tons on a hooligans holiday as we speak. <laughs> I really did. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to like. I want to ask her, like, honey, can we can we just listen to like some Led Zeppelin even, or like Aerosmith, or can we just dial it back slightly? I got her listening to Motorhead once, and she was like, okay with that. And I'm like, what do you mean, just okay? This is Motorhead. Like, what do you mean? You say that to your own child? Yeah, she loves what Ozzy too. It's like Ozzy, Motley Crue, or ACDC. It's all we can listen to. Well, I have all of those bands coming up right now. Awesome. That's something. I love it. We'll be back after this.
ship Flew right to the moon Cause my baby wanna know Why the moon's a glow And why she love that moon Well, the shotgun moon is stayed up Cause I found that moon is made of Green cheese The moon is green cheese Into my rocket, flew right down to land. Tried to discover just how to tell my lover so that she would understand. The thing that drives a frantic makes her feel so darn romantic is just green cheese. The moon is green cheese. Crazy green cheese. Awful green cheese.
Step on the gas and wipe that tear away Once we dreamed came true Today came true Today came true Today has a day One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All good children go to heaven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All good children go to heaven. One, four, all. Oh, yeah. All right. Are you going to be a
have one tonight They can all sleep soundly And everything is alright Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle And you're listening to The Five Count Oh, it's true, it's damn true Hey! 
Welcome back, Ton. Thank you so much. I have one final question. Just wanted to say that song went out to you by Rick Hayworth. The song from the film, it's entitled Road Meat. (laughs) Road Meat. That's an awesome movie. Do some road meat. Yeah, dude. That was good. Um, I have one final question okay. in regard to, to Monday Nitro. How crazy were you about the WCW Nitro video game? Video game? N64. Uh, I never had a N64, but I did have the PlayStation game. WCW really? versus the world. Okay. Which I thought was awesome. Looking back now, if I were to play it, it's real heinous. It's real crappy. But at the time, seemed pretty awesome. It's almost like watching TV, but it's really, really not. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. So I didn't have an N64 either, but the rich kids I told you about earlier had an N64, and they had that game. So we'd watch Monday Nitro, and then we'd play, like, rumbles on on the nitro game after it like all night long and you were a dork and it was like four you know you could play four players on that thing so it was it was pretty awesome i had a similar thing with uh, my band in high school slowly band practice got shorter and shorter and playing golden eye multiplayer golden eye yeah slappers only yeah got more and more to the point where the band just kind of dissolved yeah thanks we, to golden eye our band broke up we played the golden eye also but yeah so about that though i wasn't at all considered a dork because <laughs> drugs and alcohol were involved so i and and i was like to pro- the provider of one of those things and so i was considered like the cool dangerous person well so look out that's the difference. Where nowadays you think like, oh, a bunch of dorks hang out playing video. Actually, people don't even think that anymore. I bet. I bet you that's just normal that people hang out and play video games. Well, they actually just hang out by themselves and play video games with others online. That's what they do. And nobody calls each other a dork because everyone does it. Ton, I'm sorry I called you a dork. That's weird to think about. Hey, the show's almost over. But this was back in the day where the video game became like a party. Like, you hung out, you watched the TV show, then you hung out and you played video games and indulged. Now what do you do? You eat a and four pounds of Tootsie Rolls and talk to nobody. Check this out. Okay. One of them got a job eventually, which everybody was like, you're getting a job? You're, At Funko Land? Like, your, your parents are rich. What are you doing? He's like, I just, I want to get a job. I got to get a job. And I'm like, good for you. So he'd go and be working a few nights out of the week and guess what he worked at kfc and he'd come home at the late shift and bring boatloads of chicken so we would all be super high and playing video games and then get to mow on chicken greasy controllers boatloads of it yeah and greasy joysticks and you know what i'm saying was just like dude this is the life right now so many greasy joysticks. It was ridiculous. Hey, what the show's over, Ton. I'm sorry I missed all that. And it's all right. I guess I'm glad I'm here now, though. I mean, we um, don't have greasy joysticks, but we're still, <laughs> you know, buddies. We can grease up our joysticks whenever you feel like it. Well, in the meantime, you could go to the 5 Hundreds of episodes of this program 
Hundreds of exclusive interviews. Yeah, dude. Thousands of hours of ton. Check it out. You could go and join us on Patreon if you enjoy anything we do. And you must, if you've listened this far, consider joining or telling a friend, maybe a rich friend, maybe your friend works at KFC. (laughs) Yeah, man. Just tell them. Hang on, play some video games and eat some chicken. We'll take chicken. I'll spot you the monthly dollar entry fee if you just give us some chicken. (laughs) Oh, man. Check it all out. We've even got... Uh, early drops of the five count co-op which is dusty and i playing video games and you can find that on youtube additionally on the patreon we've got the five count at the movies which is dusty and i watching ridiculously awesome films such as road meat and then commentating over it it's amazing well, we're not really commentating we're just like being ourselves it's like having a greasy joystick and sitting next to ton on the couch it's exactly like that well we're done now ton but Thank you so much for everything. You're welcome. Hey, go to Lori Dawn Ceramics and buy that special someone the perfect ceramic gift. Do it. And uh, I guess you can go to Tee Public. We have merchandise, too. We don't get money for it, but you'll look cool. Yes, you will. Think get about that. Get some five-count T-shirts or pillows or phone cases or whatever you want. It's out there. Wow, five-count pillows. Yeah, Could you dude. imagine? I can imagine it. Put your face on there so I can get a pillowcase with your face. On it. I'll be on it. Yeah, you will. (laughs) See you next time. See ya.